1: Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash DT. All throughout the week, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. during our normal scheduled time, Eastern Time, you can watch and listen to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Once again, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can watch on Facebook Live on Facebook.com/Backslash Live Now DT, and you can listen on MixLR.com/Backslash Wake Up Call DT and where the MixLR is. Feed is embedded on the homepage of everything Wake Up Call on wakeupcalldt.com. Today is a very special broadcast of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, keying in on the American Athletic Conference and all of the coaches inside of the football conference. Now, the Thursday, September 19th game this week in week four, this is week four of American Athletic Conference football coverage. The Thursday, September 19th game is inside of the American Athletic in conference play between Houston on the road at Tulane. And on Saturday, September 21st, UConn will face Indiana. UCF will face off against Pittsburgh. And we will also see SMU on the road at TCU. Tulsa will be at home against Wyoming. Temple will be at Buffalo. And East Carolina will be at home against William and Mary, which means that some of our schools are going to have the week off. Memphis has the week off this week, as well as... Charlie Strong and USF, the South Florida Bulls, have the week off. Luke Fickle in Cincinnati has the week off as well as we get set for the upcoming. And, and uh, Navy will have the week off with Coach Ken Niamatsalolo. So with all that being said, you're going to hear from the coaches inside of the American Athletic Conference. We're going to head to the east side first and then head over to the west. You'll hear from you We're going to go in order of the standing, so you'll hear from UCF's Josh Heupel and then Temple's Rod Carey, Cincinnati's Luke Fickle, South Florida's Charlie Strong, Yukon's Randy Etzel, and East Carolina's Mike Houston. And then we'll head over to the West Division of the American Athletic Conference, and you'll hear from Navy's Kenny, Niamatololo, Memphis's Mike Norvell, SMU's Sonny Dykes, Tulane's Willie Fritz, Tulsa's Philip Montgomery, and Houston's Dana Holgerson, all on today's edition of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, a very special wall-to-wall coverage of the American Athletic Conference inside of week number four of college football. So, With all that being said, let's get started in the East with UCF's Josh Hypel just
2: uh, what you can say about Dylan Gabriel's play at quarterback through these first few games, just what he's been able to do and the leadership he's been able to display, obviously, amidst a bunch of injuries that had happened going
3: into the season. Yeah, just uh, one, he's always prepared in a great way, and that's you know why he's put himself in a position when he's gotten the opportunity to go out and play really well. Um, a kid that understands what we're doing and understands defenses really well and, and uh, is really decisive with the football. Um, our football team's got uh, a ton of confidence in him like they do the other quarterbacks that sit in that meeting room. And, and uh, But I, I thought on Saturday he was really decisive, uh, extremely accurate with the ball, and and uh, threw the deep ball extremely well. And when this team, no matter who they play, what injuries happen on your squad
2: and whatnot, they always seem to come forward, and the next-man-up approach seems to actual, thing <laughs> the UCF's been able to embody. It. Just what you can say about whether it's Stanford or inside of the American or whoever it may be that not only is this team successful over these last few seasons and, and obviously under you these last few, but also when uh,
3: another guy has to step up. Yeah, I, you know we, we talk about the strength of a, a position group can never be one man and, and uh, you're always one play away, um, which uh, I think a lot of people talk about, but just trying to create the urgency in their preparation so that they're ready to go play at a really high level. Um, you know, our, our brotherhood inside of our locker room is really strong. Uh, when somebody goes down, it, it hurts everyone, but I think they always rally around that as well. And, and uh, um, you know, so when we have had a guy go down, the next guy has stepped up and, and played in a really good way. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously that's, you know, dating all the way back to, to some of the stuff with McKenzie last year.
1: Moving on from UCF to Temple's Rod Carey.
3: Just coming off of you know, obviously a two zero
2: start for you know your first time out there for Temple. Just what you can say about you know what you've gotten from this team in these first couple of weeks, and obviously you know for your tenure there, a good way to to get things going before you head off on the road. Just what your takeaways about? Yeah,
4: well, I mean, if you draw it up, you're going to draw it up this way, right? Uh, go two right. and zero, uh, and you know do that. So I, I've been, I've said this, and I'll keep saying this, this team knows how to work, and they went to work on um, On Saturday and it certainly was not perfect and we are not perfect and we need to do better and execute better and, and get those things but the work ethic is there and uh, when you got that you got a shot so I love that that we've had that in the first two games and uh, um, now
2: we're on to the third and another challenge going on the road. And gunning it out the, this past week against Maryland and this is obviously a team was coming off a very uh, strong performance against Syracuse inside of the ACC. Just what you can say about you know what these guys did. I know you just talked about being proud of them, but being able to get a close victory, twenty to seventeen, against a team that was flying high and, and obviously had a lot of offensive uh, positives coming into the game.
4: Yeah. Well, the biggest thing we tried not to pay attention to any of that. Really, we tried to believe what we saw in the film, and uh, that's what uh, the entire team did. And um, certainly had great respect for them, and they were. They were scoring at a rapid rate, and their defense was not giving up a whole lot. Um, but we just decided, and the group decided, we're just going to believe what's on that film, keep studying the film, and understand what we have to do to execute. And uh, they did. so, uh, And you can learn a lot then going through a tight game that we did with all the different scenarios that were in that game, you can learn a lot from that win uh, that hopefully will pay dividends going forward.
1: From Rod Carey, we go to Luke Fickle of the Cincinnati Bearcats, who are off this week.
2: Obviously, uh, with a 2-1 start for you, and uh, as you move forward into this idle week, just what your takeaways have been from the first three games and, and in that loss to Ohio State, if there were any positives or any you know kind of pieces that you can build upon as you move forward i don't know if
5: there was a whole lot of positives i think we learned a lot more about ourselves just you know even from the the way we start the game you know those noon games have been a little bit rough for us um i think it's it's humbling and and i think i said that from the get-go don't get me wrong there are some things um that we will take out of it and we did take out of it uh but really for us is just you know getting ourselves back in the swing right now we're in the first three games i mean we are we are two and one um none of which we played clean i don't mean we didn't play good i just mean giving ourselves better opportunities the pre-snap penalties that really make it difficult a lot of times more so on the offense with the false starts and things like that i'm okay when we have aggressive penalties we had a couple this week you know i don't want personal fouls on hit, late hits on quarterback but you know, when you're aggressive there there might be a step here and there that's you know that's a questionable call um you know, so I think that we got to really do a good job at cleaning some of those things up. Uh, as the competition and, and things that we're going to face here are going to get better and better, we can't put ourselves in uh, in holes, um, self-inflicted things that I consider as undisciplined pre-snap penalties. Um, so I think this week we're going to do a lot of focus on uh, ourselves and how can we eliminate uh, a lot of those pre-snap and post-snap things, um, the aggressive ones. We under, I, I'm, hey, I understand, I'm. We preach you and we coach you to be aggressive, so they're going to have some of those. But the other ones, the undisciplined ones, we got to do a really, we got to focus on ourselves and do a lot better job of.
2: And then, as far as you know, the battle inside of the state of Ohio, recruiting-wise, with all the talent that's there, and trying to bring guys into Cincinnati, just what you can say about that. I mean, you you fight these teams on on the battlefield on Saturdays, and, and at the same time, you fight them on the recruiting trail. Just what you can say about the state of Ohio and, and Cincinnati's connection there. Well, I, it's
5: great high school football. I think that's the thing you love about Cincinnati,
4: you know, and extending into Dayton.
5: Um, you know, so it's big time. And the kids that come from those programs, you know, they know what big time ball's about, and they know what the commitment level and the, the sacrifice level. And I think that's what we love about what we're trying to build here um, that when you bring those guys in, it's not as foreign to them. Now, does that mean we only recruit that area? No, but I just, we're so fortunate to have really good high school programs in our state especially in our in our city that we believe you know who's to say which kid is really better what star is higher how a kid's ranked i know that you know you go to combines and you go to those things and they get different rankings but you still got to look at what's going to fit best and be able to thrive in your uh, in your program and, and the things that you expect of your guys and for us we're fortunate that, that a lot of those kids come from these programs you know in Cincinnati and within the state they fit well in a lot of the things that we want to do here as a, as a culture. So uh, I think it's twofold for us. We love the football. We've got a lot of great relationships, so we know a lot more about the kids. Uh, and if we really believe that they'll fit into you know, the structure of what we do, I don't mean offensively and defense, I just mean into the structure of uh, how we run a program.
1: And to another team that's off South Florida Bulls, Charlie Strong, their head coach, is here on Wake Up Call.
2: To go into a little bit more on the first career start for your freshman quarterback, Jordan mcleod Just your takeaways from him and and just his place moving forward with this team. Well, Jordan had
6: uh, one thing we do at practice. We always go, we get a first offense and plays, and you get a second offense and plays. So he had been repping that. At practice, he never had been in a game, and then we played him late there against uh, Georgia Tech, and he took offense and moved the ball down the field. And there wasn't nothing that what Blake wasn't doing. Sometimes you just had to have, you feel like that we needed something different. You know, the team needed something different, and we needed to get going. So he played, came in and played well, and he can always uh, get better. You know, he missed some reads, but still, though, you know, being his first start at the, just overall,
2: uh, did turn the football over. But he uh, played pretty well. <laughs> and then uh, as far as kind of 7 forward here skill-wise, as you as you have this open week, just what your takeaways can be from you know some of the receivers and the running backs there if you feel like some leadership is starting to emerge from uh, those both those two positions as you go forward in the season
6: Well, we got to get better both of those positions you know we've got to get a 100 yard rush here you know we run it ran the ball that night for 200 yards but we still we have to get better and go now that you know the receivers they got to get settled in, now we got to um, with Jordan coming in, now it's got to be a where they get settled in and feel comfortable with Jordan. But but we uh we just overall, offensively, you know, we we know this that uh we haven't played as well as we could play there on in that phase, and we just got to get better at that phase.
1: Moving on to UConn's Randy Etzel as UConn f- plays their final season. Inside of the American Athletic Conference before becoming independent in July of 2020.
2: I know that uh, you spent a lot of time, obviously, uh, recruiting, and we've spoken on the respect of, you know, the Northeast and finding kids from here. Uh, one of those guys from Central New York, Stevie Scott, I'll be on the other side of you in this game on the road at Indiana. What are you seeing from uh, Stevie Scott on film that you can speak of as you step forward into this game? Uh,
3: just a very, uh,
7: you know, productive uh Productive player, is somebody that runs, uh, you know, really hard, and um, does does a good job within their uh, within their their offense, and uh, you know,
2: uh, that's what you see. And then, as far as on your side, just what your takeaways have been, you know, this season so far. I know you've only had a couple games under your belt, but you know, maybe some of those things that have been uh, key foundation pieces as you move forward. Some of those. Uh, pieces that you can lean on or maybe some of the leadership that you've seen a couple games in before you had your break? Well, I think the, the big
7: thing for us is just a matter of just trying to, you know, trying to get better and guys, you know, getting better. And, you know, we got a bunch of young kids that um, as long as they keep improving, you know, we'll be okay. And uh, if they keep doing that, uh, keep playing together as a team, then we're going to give ourselves an opportunity to win.
1: And finally, for the American East Division, the American East Division of the American Athletic Conference. East Carolina's Mike Houston is up next.
2: Just to uh, assess these these first few games with Holton at quarterback, just what you've seen from him, and you know what you're seeing when you go back and, and look at the film as the team steps forward into your upcoming upcoming game.
8: Well, I think you know Holton, uh, much like our team, is uh, young and developing, uh, and uh, you know certainly he uh, has a lot of potential, and uh, he's driven to be. Uh, a great player you know he, he wants to be good uh he works very hard at it uh, and he is continuing to improve week to week and uh i think you'll see him uh i think you'll see him get better as the season goes on
2: and then as far as the rushing attack goes just what you can say about you know maybe uh, working in that room a little bit more seeing maybe some of the things that in the first few games that have stuck out to you is there someone that's that you can lean on a little bit are you seeing some leadership emerge from the backfield or just what you can say about that?
8: Well, I think that uh, you know certainly it's uh, something that's important to me, uh, philosophy-wise. Um, I don't know how much it was important to the previous staff, uh, so it's, it's it's a place where we will really work to develop that room. Um, you know, I thought Darius had a nice start to the year, but uh, obviously we did not have him last week, and so uh, we had some younger players getting some opportunities right there, and I think that in time, you know, they're going to be just fine. Uh, it's just. Uh, You've know, got to bring them along.
1: Shifting gears from east to west, we go over to my conversation, my Q&A, with Navy midshipman head football coach, Ken Niamatololo.
2: Just to kind of go off of what you've been talking about here, just just the start for the team this season and what you've seen from them, I know the last couple of years you wanted to see a uh, Navy play Navy football, as, as you had stated. Do you feel that that's happening right now early
9: on here in the season? Yeah, and, and I will not even say the last couple of years because really – last year because even like the, I mean, the year before, I mean, we're a field goal away. Uh, we're a couple plays, maybe two or three plays away from winning nine or ten games. So it was more so last year. I just feel like it wasn't Navy football. Um, but I'm I'm really encouraged by what I see. I'm encouraged by the way we're playing in all three phases where uh, kids are playing hard. They've bought in. they bought into, you know, um, what we're doing, and I, I'm just pleased right now with the way we're playing, but I also recognize in this game and in sports, everything's week to week, you know, so if you start patting yourself on the back or if you start, you know, reading your press clippings or things like that, I mean, the, the penthouse and outhouse aren't very far away in sports. I mean, you, and so you just got to continue to keep grinding, see the stuff that you're doing well, hopefully continue to improve on that things that you aren't doing as well, improve on those things too. It's just, you, you never stop. you got to continue to keep pressing forward. It's a daily deal. But right now, then I'm, I'm encouraged by where we're at to start the season.
1: From Ken Niamatololo, we go to another team that is off this week as well, the Memphis Tigers and head coach Mike Norvell.
9: Well, Just obviously uh,
2: coming through this, uh, where the team stands right now at, at 3-0, as you have a little uh, break in the action until your game against Navy, just what your takeaways have been for these first, Three games, obviously uh, Ole Miss being a test that you had right off the jump, and then what you were able to do in these last couple of weeks. Just what the first three weeks have shown you.
10: Well, uh, you know, uh, I've seen our team, you know, continue to grow and get better. Uh, you know, we had a we had a uh, you went know, obviously open up an SEC opponent. It was a great challenge for us. I thought our guys, uh, even though we didn't necessarily play the cleanest game in, in all phases, uh, you know, we battled and we found a way to finish. Um, we were able to. Uh, to, to really control the tempo of the game, you know we come back the next week, maybe didn't get off to the to the best start uh in the game, but our guys responded well uh you came you came back and I ended up having a dominant uh performance there in the second half, and then then last week, going on the road. Uh, was probably you know, closer to our most complete game, uh, you know, in all three phases. But still, a lot of mistakes and things we have to clean up. So uh, we've improved, you know, each and every week. But again, uh, you know, there's still a, a lot of growth that we've got to see from our football team. Uh, you know, the kids have, have definitely bought into what we're asking them to do from the schematic, as- uh, you know, point and aspect. But uh, um, you know, we've we've got some, some really good football players, and uh, you know, we're excited about uh, watching their their future development. And you've had
2: success, like you said, obviously the the old miss game against the SEC this season. You've had success against, you know, teams inside of the quote unquote power five since you've gotten there. Just what you can say about, you know, what that does for you having success obviously inside of the American, but also scheduling these games and, and pushing your team to have to play these other teams around the country that have reputable programs and then finding success against them as well.
10: Well, I mean, I think you need to pre- perform well out of conference. Yeah, it's great for our, uh, it's great for our league. Uh, it showcases the strength of the league and the teams that are in it. Uh, but also, you know, for for our team, I mean, it, it's uh, um, it's important when you get to to play in those uh, you you nationally showcase games. And whether it's within conference or out of conference, uh, you know, that's that's one of the things we take a great deal of pride in. There's you know. Uh, we, You've got to you've got to show well when when the country's watching. You know, every every week is a, is, a, is an important week, and you got to play to a certain standard. Uh, but if if you want national recognition, you as a conference, if you want national recognition recognition as a football team, uh, then you've got to you've got to show that you're deserving of it. Uh, and so, um, you know, our guys have, have worked really hard uh, throughout the process, and um, you know, I think it speaks volumes of our of our conference when you do get to 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 have those uh, those types of games to be successful in them.
1: From Memphis, we head south to SMU and hear from the Mustangs head coach, Sonny Dykes, in his second season with the team.
2: To start off this season, uh, for the first time since 1984, that SMU has been 3-0, I know this is you know, just the, the second season for you there, but just what you can say about maybe the fan base, maybe the feel around the team, if you get a sense that people are starting to believe or maybe open up a little bit more, fill some more seats in there, if you're getting a sense of that, seeing that this team is, is now 3-0 and to start this season? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there's some, some optimism. Um,
7: you know, I think that, that, you know, from a coach's perspective, you know, we're, we're improved over where we were last year, and we're playing a better style of football, you know, just playing harder on both sides of the ball. And, you know, we've got 65 first-year players in our program, you know, between you know, transfers and freshmen and, and walk-ons, and so we're, it's a, it's a kind of a new football team for us, so a lot of new faces, um, you know, and we're trying to, to get them all on the same page, and that's a little bit of a, of, of some growing pains, but but I think people are starting to appreciate the fact that, you know, our guys play hard, and, and you know, it's an entertaining brand of football, and, and um, you know, and we're having some success, and um i think that the big thing is like anything else it's a long season and uh, we just got to continue to get better and you know the the more success we have the more people will take note of it you know we can't worry too much about that we just got to worry on worry about getting better every week and you know figuring out how to win some football games
2: and then uh, as far as shane at quarterback for you coming over from texas just what he's been able to do in these first few games and your takeaways have been from him and and just what he's meant to smu as you step forward yeah you know i thought he's played really really clean football
7: you know i thought the other day we got a little bit uh, impatient in the first half he threw two interceptions kind of forced uh, two balls that he doesn't normally do um and i think part of that was just you know uh, we had kind of been a big play offense um, leading up to that game and you know just one of those deals where, you know, we felt like we wanted to just go out and score every possession. And so, you know, I think sometimes uh, that can be a little hard on your quarterback and, and, you know, they just got to be patient. I think Shane learned a good lesson and, and, uh, you know, we were able to run the ball. And and so anyway, that was encouraging. But uh, up until that point, I think he's played really, really good football. It's, It's been, he's a great leader for us. He's done an outstanding job of coming in and fitting into our culture. And, and really buying in, and has just—he's uh, been everything you want from the quarterback position, um, you know. And, and I think he's going to continue to, to get better and better. I mean, when you when you look at him, he didn't go through spring ball, and so he's still learning. You know, I think sometimes we, we take that for granted. I mean, he's he's played three games for us. He hadn't had that many practices, and and so every day is important to him. Just going out and having a good practice and getting the reps and continuing to improve.
1: From SMU to two lane with Willie Fritz. Now on wake up call with Dan Tortora.
2: Just, I mean, obviously with Tulane, we know that running the ball is, is imperative and very important to the team. It looked like when you go back and look at the stat sheet, it looked like half the team ran the ball. Just what you could say about getting a bunch of guys out there and some experience out there
3: in the backfield? You know, it's really
11: awesome. We played 87 guys, got a chance to go in and play. Uh, 87 guys got a chance to go in and play the other night, which is just uh, – Fantastic! These guys put in such effort and practice, and you know, doing everything everybody else does, except they don't get the benefit of playing in the ball game. Got a chance to play some true freshmen that you, you know want to look at and see if they're ready to play Division One football right now. the, the, the new rules uh, that the NCAA have with you know being able to play four games throughout the, the season is just awesome to be able to do that too to to evaluate some some guys. So. That was a, a real plus for
2: us. And then as far as stepping forward, just what you can see from the team up to this point this season, if you feel like, I mean, we've talked about it before, that you've had success, you know, wherever you've been in your career. And, and Tulane, it was about building and really creating something here that wasn't there before. Are you getting a sense of that this season? Are you getting a sense of that with this year's team at this point?
11: Well, we're going to find out. We've got a bunch of tough ball games ahead. You know, and we uh, certainly this weekend, this uh, Thursday, is going to be a big, big test for us. Uh, we think we've done a good job recruiting. We brought in some, some good, talented kids. I've only got one guy on the team that was here before I got here. You know, this is my fourth year. Normally you'd have 15, 20 guys that would have been on the roster before you got here at this point in time. So we're still a relatively young team, but, uh, you know, I like our experience. You know, I had to play a lot of guys early in their career, and, and, you know, that's, you know, pays dividends, you know, a year, two years, three years down the road.
1: And moving forward from Tulane to Tulsa with head coach Philip Montgomery.
2: To look back at this uh, Oklahoma State game, just the major takeaways that you have, maybe some positives that, that you can move forward and build upon with your team as you step into the game against Wyoming.
12: Well, like I said, you know, we, we, we fell behind uh, early there pretty quick, and then I thought our team... Uh, did a great job of being resilient, Uh, battled back, ended up taking a lead before half. Uh, Thought we had some really good drives in there, kind of middle of the first quarter to the end of the half. Thought our defense uh, created a turnover there, got a pick, and I thought from that point on played extremely well until we kind of gave up the cheap one late. So, you know, Oklahoma State, I think, is a very talented uh, football team, very well coached, and uh, they've got a lot of weapons on offense. So, We've got to continue to keep growing. Uh, we've got to continue to keep putting some things together, but, you know, we're seeing flashes of things that are coming around. Uh, we've got to do that more consistently.
2: And then as far as uh, quarterback, I know that was something that you were keen in on and looking into, obviously going through fall camp and whatnot. What have you seen from, you know, your quarterbacks up to this point? And, and as you step forward, you know, is, is there clear-cut leadership in your opinion at this time or – Is it still a a group of guys trying to figure out who the guy is?
12: No, we've we've played Zach all the way through it, really. I mean, uh, Seth finished up the game the other night. Zach took a hit, but uh, Zach's our starting quarterback. I think he's done a good job. You know, with the opponents that we've played, I think he's consistently uh, continued to raise the level of his game. Uh, Threw some really good balls the other night. Um, His consistency is coming around. I think he's still knocking off a little bit of that rust, but I think overall I think he has done a, a really good job for us. His leadership has been good uh, on the practice field and in games, and so uh, he's, he's the guy right now, and we, we have a lot of confidence in what he's going to be able to do.
1: And rounding out the American West Division of the American Athletic Conference and the conference as a whole is Houston Cougars head coach Dana Holgerson in his first season back in Houston.
2: First few weeks for you, uh, obviously you played two uh, top twenty teams in Washington State and Oklahoma. What have been your takeaways? Maybe
0: your assessment of your team playing
2: against the top twenty so far?
0: Uh, competitive, uh, just uh, not you know made too many mistakes to be able to knock off really good football teams. Uh, <laughs> you know we're not we're not interested in moral victories. Uh, you know the University of Houston's beat 20 of Power Five schools throughout the course of uh, the last. Uh, five, ten years, so, you know, we're a little disappointed we didn't get get uh, one or both of those victories, uh, just got to stay the course, I mean, we're all new here, so, like the way that our guys are playing, like the guy, the effort with which we're playing, uh, we got to just stay, stay the course and practice and play hard and line up and, and try to beat a good two-lane team here Thursday night. Your quarterback, De'Ara King, uh, obviously, uh, last
2: season before you had come in, had a ton of success before going down with an injury. How has he looked to you this season and just what your takeaways have been about uh, your quarterback King?
0: Extremely competitive is, is really doing a good job of uh, learning another offense. It's unfortunate that he's, you know, had to learn like three uh, three or so offenses in his college career. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to change that here and bring stability to the University of Houston that hasn't existed in quite some time. Um, you know, but unfortunately for him, he, he had he had to learn another one. Uh, but he's he's. I, I think what you're going to see is is just him continue to get better with it. Um, he, he managed the game better last week than he has in the previous couple of games, and you know we're we're having success with him in the in the in the running game. We got to continue to work hard to, to get as much success as we can in the passing game as well. We're a little unbalanced right now, but uh, we're working hard to fix up.
1: I want to thank each and every single one of the American Athletic Conference football coaches for being a part of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. I want to thank the American Athletic Conference, Chuck Sullivan, Mike Oresko, uh, Bernie, everybody with the staff at the AAC for giving us the opportunity to have these teleconference calls where we can have Q&As with the coaches, which helps set up today's show and all the information you are able to receive. So once again, a big time thanks to everyone that was a part of the show. Kenny Amatololo of Navy, Sonny Dykes of SMU, Randy Etzel of UConn, Mike Houston of East Carolina, Philip Montgomery of Tulsa, Dana Holgerson of Houston, Luke Fickle of Cincinnati, Charlie Strong of USF, Rod Carey of Temple, Mike Norvell of Memphis, Josh Heupel of UCF, and Willie Fritz of Tulane. I look forward to continuing to join the conversation with you on the American Athletic Conference throughout Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora throughout the season and beyond. You can listen and watch to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on MixLR.com backslash DT for internet streaming radio and on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash DT for internet streaming video. We're always on WakeUpCallDT.com and the show is Monday through Friday live. Live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you catch us on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT. Click like and follow us on Twitter at Call DT and on Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. God bless, Godspeed, and as always, be good to one another.